Blog Talk Radio. Mommy, I hear the baby crying. Help me, are the words she's implying? Where have I been while my world has been dying? Lord, teach me. Oh! 
long before it was their time You feel like the days you had were not enough When you said goodbye And to all of the people with burdens and pains Keeping you back from your life You believe that there's nothing and there is no one Who can make it right And there is hope for
We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
All right, well, welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. Just taking some time to worship the Lord. You know, just loving his heart, just loving him. Not talking about him like he's not in the room. You know, not just talking about him as if we don't know him. But talking to him. Praying with him. Experiencing him. Being in his presence. Listening to his voice. Listen, there's a dynamic in Christianity that you don't get with any other religion. See, every other religion offers a list of do's and don'ts and moral be attitudes, if you will. They all have some type of prayer or meditation. But only one connects you, only one religion, only one school of thought connects you with the presence of the living God, with the person of the living God, and that's Christianity. It's having a relationship with Christ. You know, we're the only religion, if you will, that tells us to love God. The Buddhist religion doesn't tell them to love Buddha. But we're actually commanded to love God, and not just to love him, but to love him first, to love him more, to love him with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, everything within us. For some people, they say, well, isn't that selfish of God? You know, God does what he pleases. God does what he pleases. And he's a faithful God. So you know... Why don't we go to the Lord in prayer? You know, if you're keeping up with it, there's 10 days of prayer happening right now. Over the last few days, they've been praying. The Global Day of Prayer. We'll kind of get into that here in a minute. If you want to check out the website, it's www.prayerinternational.org. You can also... Call us at 619-638-8458. If you want to email us, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. So you know we're just worshiping God, seeking his face. You know, the Bible says he's looking for a generation that'll seek his face, those that won't sell their soul, those that won't lift up their hearts to an idol. Those that will worship him and him alone. And are you that generation? Are you that worshiper of God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength?
who are worshiping the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good. Alright, so if you're keeping up with the global day of prayer the day of prayer is actually tomorrow. They've been praying 10 days of continuous prayer. We're going to pick up with that. Do you know the first prayer that we pray, number one, I want you to write this down. Day one, prayer one, fill your people. Fill your people. That's the heart cry of God. Waiting for the promise. Waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1-5 is going to be the scripture. All right. Acts 1-5, it says, you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. God told us to wait for the promise and that we'd receive his spirit. The disciples were told to wait for the power of the Holy Spirit before they began to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Before the promised Messiah, the promise was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost. And in one sense, this is never going to happen again like that. There's only one Pentecost. But in another sense, we all need to wait for the Father. We all need to wait for God to fulfill his promise to our generation, to our people on a daily basis. We need to begin to pray. So Acts 1-5, if you're taking notes, prayer one, fill your people waiting. What we're going to pray is for believers to join together in united and preserving prayer. For God's people to come together and pray in unity. That they'd wait for God. There'd be a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit on men and women, young and old, rich and poor, Literate, illiterate, rulers and servants For God's people to repent Of Whatever they're doing That's disobedient or quenching the Holy Spirit Repent of unbelief Repent for not praying That God would begin to stir up His people Who are praying for this Holy Spirit Encounter So let's pray If you want to read and meditate on Acts 1 and 2 I just want to encourage you to do that. So, Father, right now, Lord, we just pray, Father, you would fill your people. Fill your people, Father. We pray, Lord, that you would gather your people, Lord, and then be baptized with your Holy Spirit. Father, we pray, Lord God, for you to gather your people in unity, Father, your church. That they'd begin to pray and wait for an outpouring, Father. Pour out your Holy Spirit fresh on our generation. Pour out your Holy Spirit on men and women, on those that are young and old, rich and poor, illiterate and literate, Father. Those that are seeking your face. But, Father, you'd cause a repentance to come over your church. Whatever they're doing to 
disobey or quench your spirit, Father. We pray, Lord God, that you'd cause an obedience and that you'd cause something to rise up in them, Lord God, that would not quench your Holy Spirit. They would be led by your Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so realize the Holy Spirit's not just some power at our disposal, all right? God's Spirit is a real living presence. God's Spirit is the power of the Father working in us, working in his people, working in and through us. And listen, these disciples, they felt helpless to meet their enemies. They didn't want to preach about Christ until they were empowered from on high. Listen, these guys didn't want to talk about Jesus. They were running. They were cowards. They were in fear. But until they were filled with the Holy Spirit, there was a boldness that came on them. There was an empowerment that came on them. Something happened. Something changed. We can be witnesses in our generation if we'd uh, ask God, if we'd begin to receive his power from the Holy Spirit. That if the Holy Spirit would empower us to do things that we cause or we call are impossible, but God says, no, through my spirit, they're possible. We can't do things in our own strength, but by his spirit. Look, God promises that everybody that waits on him would be filled. They'd be filled with the same power to spread the same message that the disciples were preaching, the same message that his people Back then, we're declaring is the same message he wants us to declare now to all generations, everyone that's alive. And as you're praying, as you're reflecting on God's promises, on Jesus' words, his commandments, his promises, concerning God's Holy Spirit, concerning the move of his spirit, concerning his desire for the nation, concerning his desire for the church, what does the Holy Spirit want to do? Begin to ask God. Begin to ask God to pour his Holy Spirit through you. Begin to demonstrate his power in you. And in and through people's lives, whoever believes that Jesus Christ is Lord, whoever confesses Christ as Savior, begin to pray that God's Holy Spirit would begin to work and pour through them in a mighty way. Like, we know we can't repeat history, but in a sense we can, right? And as your part and my part in waiting on God, as we're waiting on God to fulfill his promise to us and to his people, we need to meditate and read the book of Acts. Read chapters 1 and 2 for this 1 and 2 prayer. We've, we prayed the first one. We're going to pray the second one here in a minute. See how God's promise is fulfilled in the book of Acts. Now these people had a message of repentance and forgiveness as they worked it out in their lives. So set your heart and your mind to wait for God's promise. 
So prayer number two, empower your people. So your prayer is going to be empower me, Lord, and empower your people. Let's talk about that. Acts 1, it says you'll receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He says you'll be witnesses, you'll get bold. Listen, you need to pray with it. This is what we're going to pray is for us and all believers to become living testimonies of God's salvation, his forgiveness, his deliverance, his healing, and the trouble and needy world. We're going to pray for restoration of the gifts of the Spirit to the church so that every believer can minister God's power to a hurting, to a corrupt, to a disillusioned world. We're going to pray for the church to repent of dead works and for allowing the world to infiltrate, dictate, and intimidate our witness. We're going to repent of dead works. And we're going to meditate on Acts 3, 4, and 5. So that's a lot. We're just going to work through this. So, Father, right now, Lord, we pray that you would empower your people, empower us, cause us to be your witnesses. Cause us to become living testimonies, your people to become living testimonies of your salvation, of your healing, of your forgiveness, of your deliverance, of your provision. Father, move in a, in a very troubled and needy world, Lord. We pray that you'd restore, Father, your gifts to the church. Restore the Holy Spirit gifts to the church so that every believer can minister God's power. So that every believer can minister to a hurting world. So the Holy Spirit can take the blinders off of a disillusioned world and cause them to see right. So that God's grace can work in a corrupt world and deliver them from the power of sin. Father, we pray for your church to repent, for us, your believers, to repent. Dead works. Father, we'd not allow the world to infiltrate our witness anymore. We'd not allow the world to dictate our witness anymore. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit would infiltrate, your Holy Spirit would dictate, and your Holy Spirit would imitate and intimidate the world, and that we would have boldness. We would have the power to be your witnesses. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, praise God.
All right, so let's keep going. So prayer number three. We're going to stop probably with prayer number three. Tomorrow we're going to get into these. I should have kind of cut the music tonight. We should have got more into this. We'll get into this tomorrow. Day number three, be holy as I'm holy. Our prayer is going to be, Father, make me holy as you're holy. Father, sanctify your people. John fifteen sixteen says this. It says, I chose and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask in the Father in my name, he may give you. All right, so whatever we ask. This is what we're going to pray. We're going to pray for the church to grow in maturity. For the church to be released in ministry. Through the faithful work of apostles, pastors, prophets, teachers, evangelists. We're going to pray for a revival of holiness, humility, simplicity, and integrity in the church. We're going to pray for the world to see a reflection of Christ in the lives of ordinary believers. Praise God. Father, we thank you that your word says to be holy as your holy Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that you're sanctifying your people. Father, we pray that you would sanctify your people, Lord. You chose us and you appointed us to go bear fruit. You told us whatever we ask, if we would abide in you, whatever we ask in the Father in your name, he would give it to us. Father, we pray that we would grow in maturity. We pray your people would grow. Your church would grow in maturity. Father, we pray that your church would be released in ministry through the faithful works of apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. Like Ephesians gives us your ministry gifts. Father, we thank you for a revival of holiness, revival of humility and simplicity. That, Father, we would see integrity restored to the church. Father, we pray for the world to see a reflection of Christ. In our lives, in the lives of regular everyday believers, just everyday people, people that love you. They'd see it in the believers in every aspect of society, Lord. Your people would begin to emerge from every place and that we would see a reflection of Christ. We would see acts of selfless compassion. In Jesus' name. Acts of selfless compassion. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to go one more. So the fourth prayer, tomorrow we're going to do six of these. And then we're going to close out. In fact, we're going to pray over the weekend. It's the prayer 
prayer weekend. But guide your people. The Holy Spirit's the guide. The Holy Spirit's the leader. He'll lead us into all truth. John sixteen thirteen. Jesus said, He, the Spirit of truth, will guide you. He'll lead you. So we're going to pray the Spirit of truth that He'll lead us. We're going to pray for the church to proclaim the undiluted, uncompromising truth about Jesus Christ, that they want to water it down, that they would not compromise on the truth of the gospel, but that they would declare your facts, they would declare the truth that there's no salvation in any other name. We're going to pray for Christians to be strengthened in their knowledge of Christ, their intimate knowledge. We're going to pray deceptions be removed and exposed, that ignorance would be removed, and that unbelievers would see Jesus through the testimony of Christians and the truth of the gospel message. So, Father, right now, Lord, we thank you for the truth. Holy Spirit, you're the spirit of truth. We pray for the church to proclaim, Lord, you're undiluted, not what, Lord, not, not compromising the truth, but preaching the truth and the fact that there's no salvation. In any other name but Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for your people to be strengthened in their intimate knowledge of Christ. Deception and ignorance would be exposed and removed. You'd rip the veil off of the ungodly. And the, the world, Lord, take the minds of the unbelievers and reveal the testimony of Jesus through Christians. of your gospel message. God, your people, reveal yourself. Spirit of truth, spirit of boldness. Outpour your Holy Spirit. Help us to be your witnesses as we're waiting for your promise. Help us to be holy. We just give you praise in Jesus' name. Bless everyone listening tonight, Father. Well, this is Prayer International Radio. Thank you for time. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. God bless you and have a wonderful night. Amen.